Do you like books? Well, so do we. So let's talk about them. This is Pages and Pages. Pages and Pages. Welcome to Pages and Pages. We're two best friends. Talk about all things books. That's Sophia. And that's Morgan. We just tried to switch it up where Sophia tried to do the intro. Well, we didn't just... try. No, you pointed at me. Weird. Yeah, well, because I started it and I was—I didn't mean to. I guess yeah. my hand, and then it went to a point, and then you're like, I'm not going to speak now. Take. <laughs> I guess I'll speak now. Time to take over, Sophia. <laughs> I like it. That's my radio voice. <clears throat> In today's... Someone did radio broadcasting Someone. for speech in high school. Yeah, 1,700 years ago in high school. It's not been 17. is always my number to go to. But it hasn't why. been 17 years. Right? <clears throat> Has it? What year is it? <laughs> it's 23. How many years ago was 16. it? 16. <laughs> I was like, ew, not 17 years ago. Ew, not 17. What's that? 16. <laughs> Thank you. But if I did it if I was a junior, that was 17 years ago. Oh, God, I feel old. Moving on. <laughs> you? It happened to me. I don't know why. I don't know if it's just because I had, like, an air about me that our teacher was like, you should be in radio broadcasting. And I was like, you don't know me, ma'am, but I am painfully introverted and, and painfully awkward. Yeah. You think this would be good for me? Yeah, but you just... Well, I think you would... You just record it. I know. You had to do it live. Huh. It was interesting. But then I had a radio show in college. Yeah, you did. Still a fun fact. <laughs> yeah, I think my college had a radio station too. That must be like a common... I, I think so. Probably. Yeah. My friend was in a, a radio class and she needed a host. And I was like, girl, I'll do it with you. And look at us podcasting. I know. It like came full circle. Aww. Yeah, it's not fun. Fun fact, I was at a work class on Tuesday and they were like, introduce yourself and where, what library are you from? And some way that you, um, things like use your own voice or whatever our theme is this year mm-hmm. for summer reading program. <gasps> and I was like, Hi, I'm Sophia. I work at Insert Library here. And uh, the way I um, just use my voice is You're that way more confident. My than best- <laughs> You're not doing that. So my best friend and I actually have a podcast. And we um, have been doing it for almost two years now. And we're almost to our 100th episode. And we have a lot of fun with it. And uh, yeah, that's what I do. And they're like, oh my God, really? That's so great. And then the, the gal who was like running it. Is like the state library's like youth librarian, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. And mm-hmm. she's like, "Oh my god, I love podcasts. That's so fun!" And everyone's like, "What's your podcast name?" And I go, "Oh, it's Pages and Pages." <laughs> so if any of you are listening, hello, Hi, friends, hello, librarian friends. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> Only the cool kids come and this listen to cool this club. podcast. Cool, cool kids club. Yeah, cool no kids. big deal. I can't say. Cool, 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 cool kids club. Cool, cool kids club. Yeah, but this is, you know, this happened this week, and this will come out two weeks from now, so. Yeah! Um, <laughs> Fun! I That's know. so cute! It was, and then, like, after that, they were like, so, how do you, it's pages and, or pages, like, the little I and I knew simple. I should have had those was, business cards done, god damn it! <laughs> yeah, you got them done, it's just uh, They are day. done, they're just not printed! I know, and then we oh gotta make god. t-shirts, we're going to that, that event, there's we're a, going to an event. There's a book event happening soon, and I am very excited. Yes! It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Yeah. 
Promote, promote, promote. <laughs> no big deal. No big deal. So <clears throat> thank you for listening to us yes, today. So, thank you so much. We are, we are, listen, it's been a week. <laughs> it has. Uh-huh. We love it. Yeah. How was your week? What's going on in Sophia land? Um, well, I was supposed to go to um, two days worth of classes this week, but I was only able to go to one. Yeah. Um, due to extenuating circumstances. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> because <laughs> things. And, and stuff. And stuff. Uh-huh. Exactly. Cool. So I'm doing great. That's great. I'm really behind on just about everything. But, That's you know. normal. It's. Thanks. Um, it <laughs> could be welcome. worse. Tomorrow night, Morgan and I are doing a trivia night. We are. At the library. Gary Potter Trisha. Mm-hmm. That's what's in my phone currently. I like Gary Potter Trisha. <laughs> on your event calendar. Yep. Because you're special kind of. It's even cal- on my work event calendar because I put it on the wrong calendar and Oops. I just left it. Nice. Yeah. Gary Potter Trisha. Gary Potter Trisha. Um, I think we're going to have Nick's going to come with us. Yes. We're doing Harry Potter trivia in case you couldn't decipher from my Gary Potter Trisha. Yeah. Um, so it'll be. We're going to be great. Super great. <laughs> it's really funny because it's like us. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we're the only adult team. Awesome. And then there's like a group of pre-preteens, mm-hmm. like 12 year olds. Mm-hmm. And then um, a couple like daddy daughter cute there's like a couple sets of daddy daughters that they're all four are gonna be that's together that's adorable yeah. and then there's us and then there's us <laughs> and we're gonna be like i watched the movies recently <laughs> we're just gonna be pushing up yeah. our, our glasses like <clears throat> let me tell you about my history with harry potter <laughs> <laughs> i've been reading since the sixth grade yeah my first harry potter book i read was in the third grade so oh, little baby little baby well i'm harry's age so anyway (laughs) just stares yeah um i mean like it took place in the 90s so i know he's actually older than me but like when they were released yeah he was my age yeah yeah so i could look up and be like i can't wait until i get my letter until i get my letter that never came how about you um well, I've had quite the week. <laughs> um, I mentioned this before, but I helped a friend open a bakery. I guess I'm like a part of it, technically. Yeah. Um, and it opened on Saturday and it was, I felt when it was, we sold out in two hours with everything. And, and then it felt like open. for four. Yeah. And it felt like I had been through war. When it was over, all of us just like <laughs> sat there. <laughs> We're like, what just happened? And then the same thing happened on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And then I was exhausted. I took a four-hour nap on Sunday. And then I was like, I have to I have to edit the podcast. I have things to do. I'm so sorry. No, I, I got up and I did it. So luckily it was a short episode that mm-hmm. I could just crank it out. And then I went promptly to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> and then my week has been like a roller coaster. Up and down. Yeah. So uh, reading has been hard, but I... Fucking did it. You fucking did it. You did it. I did it. We did it. High five. Yeah. I kind of did it. No, you did it. You got more reading done than I did. Yeah, but you I did can guarantee it. I did do it. We Thank did you. it. March we Madness it. is our bitch. Oh, my God. <laughs> Again. We made it our bitch. Yes. Yeah, we had to extend it for the second year in a row. But this time, we both... It yeah. Was, I mean, like, I kind of slacked when you were like, I'm not going to get it done. <laughs> You're and like, I, I, can, like I can chill. Cool. Because <laughs> I am not... I am not <laughs> confused. Yeah. March Madness, bitch. Bitch. <laughs> 
<laughs> so I'm just so excited about it. Well, what have you read other than March Madness stuff? Nothing. Nothing. Just no, kidding. I'm <laughs> um, so sorry, nothing. <laughs> however, I did start today mm-hmm. a man called Uve. Mm-hmm. But it's, I think it's pronounced Uva in the oh. book. I think us Americans just call it Uve. Yeah, well, because mm-hmm. it's like, you know, a, an O-V-E. odd name. So it kind of makes sense. Yeah. But uh, I'm absolutely loving it. It's funny because it's got the um, A Man Called Otto book cover on right. it. Right. And it says A Man Called Otto. However. It's not called Otto. Yeah. That's um, weird. I think that's weird. I understand yeah, why they, they made it American or whatever. Yeah, I understand that. Uh, to a point but then like that's just different and then it, yeah I don't, I don't want that cover i don't want that cover i don't like it um oh my God. so morgan and i actually talked about this book a couple weeks ago because she saw the movie and I cried did. like a baby cried like um, a baby it is narrated by jk simmons and when i am done with it we can do another recap of it but i'm mm. loving it so far i'm 20 percent in and um I mean, we already know Frederick Beckman is great. He's a great author. Great and author. it's translated, which is cool. Yeah. Bravo to the translator yes. and the English narrator. They're yeah. doing great. So. Every book of his has made me cry mm-hmm. in some form or another. Yeah, I'm excited to cry. So, I do the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> I think it, like it, they just, 20% in and they just yeah. revealed that his wife is, is dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you didn't really know, because he's like, Annie had a cup of coffee, or he poured two cups of coffee for himself and his wife. Like, he kept on saying that. Yeah. And he was checking the the radiators to make sure his wife didn't turn it up, because sometimes she would do that. And it's like, <sighs> she's gone. She's not going to be, she's not going to turn up the radiator. She's not going to drink that cup gone. of coffee. Yeah. What are you doing? It's My guy. he's in denial that she's dead. Yeah. And now he's going to drive But he's, he's making plans. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. really sad. It is very sad. So. Um, I did start a book, I guess, technically. Ha! Ha! Um, <laughs> it's, it's from a TikTok suggestion, but it was from a, a, a TikToker who I don't remember who it was because it's just so fleeting, you know? So sorry. Um, so sorry. <laughs> uh, but it was, this person did recommendations for plus size main characters and romances. And I was like, sign me up. Whatever you got, I'll read it. Mm-hmm. This was one of them because it was like about an ex-boyfriend's dad. <laughs> we love it. I love it so much. Um, it's called Tempt by Melanie Harlow, which turns out it's like book four in a series. But like not a series series. It's mm-hmm. a companion series. You don't need yeah. to read the other ones. And I'm not gonna. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, all I know is that she, the main character, whatever her name is, I don't remember. Oh, it's Millie. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> Millie... Broke up with this guy, and now he, I don't know, she's she's a, she's a wedding planner, and now he's getting married at this event, this space, and this space is what she works at. So now she's planning his wedding, which- Love that. Love that. And there's, she is trying to break out of her routine right now, and so she went to a bar, sorry, um, she went to a bar and her sister's like, you have to like get out there and like flirt and just like meet people. Pick up somebody. Yeah. And so she, right now she just met a guy and they're probably going to go have a one night stand. And then it's going to turn out that ex-boyfriend, she never met his dad and that he's going to be the dad. Daddy. (laughs) She's 32 and he's like 47. Yeah. That's not that big of a difference. She's an adult. She's an adult. She's She's like an adulty adult. He's a hot adult. 
dad. Nice. He's a hot dad. And <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to enjoy this very much, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, that's where I'm at. No big deal. No big deal. <laughs> I want to read a whole bunch of other ones now that I'm free from March Madness. Listen. But, uh, Remember at the beginning of March? No. No. And... <laughs> And you said yeah. that you liked having I, you know, a set TBR. I did. I did. For like two weeks you and, liked yeah, it. Yeah, until I didn't. Weeks. Until I didn't anymore. <laughs> and then I hated it. Listen. Uh, it's listen. just hard. Yeah. I don't know how people do it all the time. No. I can't I can't contain myself. No. Whatever my little heart desires. That's what I want to read. Like a little Ooh. gremlin. I'm just like, nah. <laughs> like a little gremlin. <laughs> Gremlin. I like it. Thank you. I look like a gremlin. <laughs> no, you don't. I'm a gremlin. Um, talk about your sweatshirt today. Oh, um, so Sorry. a Facebook ad got me. Um, I got my I got a new sweatshirt. It says "Surviving Purely Out of Spite" from <laughs> Wicked Clothing. I think they are. Um, they have a lot of cool shit on their mm-hmm. website, mm-hmm. and I love it. I really, really about it. Because it's been popping up constantly. On yeah, my now Facebook. there's popping up on mine, but continue. Yeah, you guys are, you're welcome. <laughs> Send me a screenshot. Um, you're welcome. I hope you get it because I love it so much. Um, <laughs> it kept popping up and I was like, <sighs> don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. But then I, I saw I Elise it. Myers had a sweatshirt like this and I was like, well, if Elise got it, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. <laughs> so I got it. And I love it. And I want to wear it all day, every day. Did it's you wear it all day today? No, I just put it on when I got oh, home because okay. I wanted to change out of my nice clothes into comfy clothes understandable so this is comfy and it's very soft i like it mm-hmm. it's like long enough for my long arms heck yeah so i love that nice yeah for that's, that's rare i know yeah, usually it's advertising like for, this yeah yeah that day i can't see that but it's usually below my wrists. wrist bone yeah mm-hmm. but i love it awesome plus it's black yes you can't get wrong with black uh last friday morgan and i we went to a town, like, a carnival that they do at the high school. Yes. There. That was so long ago. And we played bingo. God, I love bingo. And Morgan bingo. was playing bingo for about an hour before I could join her. Yep. I had to um, a, a follow along my niece and nephew. Nick and I each took a crazy. child. <laughs> and uh, Morgan played for about an hour before I got there and hadn't won once. Not a single thing. And then I sat down. Boom. And boom, won. Boom. Boom. <laughs> win. 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 Yeah. You just like instantly won. Yeah. I was pissed. Yeah. Like, how dare you? I've been here for an hour. And you just show up? And the guy that was next to you was pissed too. Yeah. I don't know who that guy was, but he and I were best friends. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He was my best friend. Sorry. You've been replaced by that man. But then once Sophia won, I started winning. Yeah. And then my nieces got very mad at me. Well, it was funny because my nephew started playing and he was sitting next to, standing next to Morgan because it was like standing remotely. He was being a bully to me. He was a bully. Why was he a bully? Because he was a bully. He was saying mean things to me. <laughs> like what? I can't tell you. It's between me and him. <laughs> you don't even remember. <laughs> nope. I have no clue. But I remember he was mean to me. That brings us into our March Madness wrap up. Yeah. So, We're finally done. Finally Yes. Done. I don't know what book's gonna win. I haven't thought about it yet. Oh god. Have you thought about it? No. Now that oh. I, now that I'm thinking Sorry, about it. I didn't mean to drop the ball on you, but someone's gotta win. <laughs> Let's look at our Instagram post. 
that Sophia yeah, put 100%. up. Yeah, 100%. Because I don't remember what it looks like. <laughs> um, so this is a week behind the one that from this week. Yes. Yes. So I finished reading Highly Suspicious and Unfairly Cute. Incredibly long <laughs> and sort of sweet. <laughs> Finely tuned. I don't know. I never have what this stupid book is called. Sorry. <laughs> By Talia Hibbert. Severely and warm and narrated. Unfairly. Narrated by Amina Kurama mm. and Jonathan Andrew Hume. Unfortunately. Far. I'm trying to continue. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm lost in my own little moment over here. What's it called? <laughs> Wait, I'll look it up. Oh my god. Highly suspicious and unfairly cute. You know, I read it. You think I'd remember what yeah, it Yeah, you would think. Called? So we have our two main characters. Uh Bradley, he is a soccer player and has OCD. And his former best friend, Celine. Celine is a conspiracy theme. Fe- Conspiracy theory obsessed social media. Uh, like she posts TikToks and she does all this fun stuff. She's plus her. size. Mm-hmm. She is super smart. They both want to be lawyers. And so they enter into a like not survivalist, but like a, a survivalist like program, I guess, where they like go out and camp for a weekend and they're judged on how well they do. And it's for this like lawyer lady who's famous in their world. And, and um, they get like a full ride to college. Yeah, they can college. get, if they win, yeah. there's like three or four kids that are going to get full rides. Yeah, that's crazy. And they go out two different times and they start off, it's enemies to lovers, young adult, so mm-hmm. like not lovers, lovers, right. but <laughs> um, it takes place in the UK, so that's super fun, and um, it's just them, you know, building their relationships, getting over some um, trauma. Celine was abandoned by her father when her parents were divorced, so her mom took care of her, and Bradley has to deal with his OCD, and... You know, the anxiety that that induces. And I think it's really positive for body positivity for Celine's being plus sized and then Bradley having OCD. So I absolutely loved it. Uh, I do give it about three and a half stars mm-hmm. because it just, you know. I do. I, I, I also really liked it. I think mm-hmm. I gave it four stars. Mm-hmm. Um, See, I gave everything stars well. i know so i need to get i do too three and a half stars. I, if, if it's not like five it's like that's a four yeah i'm being i'm trying to be more diligent about it but like right. it's just it was cute again i think we talked about it was unfairly week. cute it was in fact fairly cute um i love bradley and i love celine they're very you know i think they're really well suited for each other mm-hmm. i like celine sorry this is you not me but like no um i like celine's journey into getting kind of dealing with her father issues mm-hmm. um but to, like to me, I didn't like that it was it was promoted as it's going to be at this camp, and it was at this camp for like a five minute. pages, and then it was like back at school, and then it was like oh, there's a little bit of camp at the end. Yeah, it's like the whole thing is this camp. It's supposed to be this camp, and I'm like, there's barely any camp. Like in the cover, they're in the woods. Yeah, but they aren't in the woods. They aren't in the woods. <laughs> so you think that they would have had a little bit more connection there, right? 
But, you know, whatever. We mm-hmm. love Talia Hibbert. Yes. Um, the Brown Sisters trilogy. We always talk about it. Always. I'll talk about it until the end of time. Until the end I of time. It. It's so good. Yep. Uh, that is an adult romance trilogy about, obviously, the Brown Sisters mm-hmm. and them finding partners. And oh, it's just super great. God, so, so good. I did give that three and a half stars. Mm-hmm. So that is between A Lady for a Duke by Alexis Hall and highly suspicious and fairly cute Mm -hmm. so i'm obviously going with the one that's higher stars a lady for a duke moves on to go against radiant sin by katie robert you did get everything four stars i did it's Ah, ridiculous however i gave missing clarissa five stars so between missing clarissa and little fires everywhere missing clarissa moves on right so it goes between as you walk on by and missing clarissa right which Missing Clarissa got five stars, right. so that moves on. <laughs> what between a lady and a duke and Radiant Sin would you choose? Because you both you gave them both four stars. So we're just going to finish your racket right now, right now, right now. Right now. Right now. Right now, right now, right now. Do it right now. <laughs> right this moment in time. Right I, I need you to do it right now. <sighs> How about, no, let you narrow yours oh. down first. Okay. Yeah, yeah mine's a little brand. bit more wide open. Um, I finally finished One Dark Window by Rachel Gillig. Um, I think I realized that Orbit is just like the fantasy imprint for me. I think mm-hmm. it's a, I don't know what it's an imprint of. Hatchet? Is that it? Hachette? Hachette? I don't know. I have no idea. I have no idea. I don't, I, I don't remember. Um, because <laughs> they're the same people that put out, um, The Stardust Thief by Chelsea Abdullah, which I adored and then that's how i found out about one dark window i'm on the whole list for that it's so good i'm afraid you're not gonna like it but i, I just love like it. it i love it so much um and it's i found out about this book and then i fucking love this book i gave it five stars mm-hmm. uh, it um is the story of elspeth spindle she has this nightmare in her head that she I don't know, it's so hard you to described it last week about these cards um, and then she touched this card this this magic in this world is mostly done by kind of like these tarot card inspired cards um that the kingdom holds and kind of gives to its nobles and they use them for various reasons most of them are stupid um to make their lives easier and of um doesn't the magic come with a price? There is. There's also an, um, what's called the infection. Some people get infected with a fever and they become magic. They get magical. After and then they get better? After they... The fever leads to, like, becomes magic. Okay. And then the kingdom doesn't believe in that kind of magic. So they usually find... They, they kill them and they get executed. And um, Elspeth got the infection when she was little and her father sent her off to live with her uncle to save her life and keep her out of death, out of the kingdom's views. (laughs) Yeah. Keep her away from dying. Um, And she touched one of these cards that her uncle had and she absorbed the thing that was in the card. And that led to the nightmare that she calls it in her head. And it's just like this thing that can like speak to her and if, like she, venom. if she yeah kind of like venom honestly <laughs> kind of like venom. A joke. no but it's like kind of because but it's like it's not venom but it is 
Because um, it, it can take over her body and, like, save her from things. And, like, if she's in a bad... You know. So it is Venom. So it is Venom. Um, in, in some ways, I think that's actually a very good comparison. Thank you. Um, <laughs> because she can talk to it, but it's from, like, inside her head. She's not, like, talking out loud. Uh-huh. Um, and she meets up with these kind of band of rebels who are trying to collect the, the main ones of this deck. The deck of cards can, if you bring them together, can get rid of the mist, cure the infection, and um, save, save lives. The cheerleader <laughs> save the world. Um, and the kingdom Sorry. is the king is all trying to do that, and I think it's for nefarious reasons. It feels like, mm-hmm. and um, to do that, he has to sacrifice someone who has infected, and he wants to sacrifice. Someone in this band's brother. So obviously they're like, no, 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 we'll do it. And blah, 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 blah. So it is this, it is such a beautiful, like immersive fantasy that mm-hmm. I love so much. I, uh, I love Elspeth, the main character. She's, a, she's badass. Uh, she just like, I don't know. I just think she's so cool. She just takes no shit. She does what she's got to do to live. And she is kind of kept away for 11 years. She's had this thing in her head cause she's 20 um and just done what she had to do to survive and now she's uh highwaymen is what they call them um trying to overthrow the kingdom and it's like this whole thing and it's so cool like the magic is so cool Mm -hmm. i constantly had to like look back and see all the cards do right and there's a love interest and i love him and his story is so cool and i just love the whole cast all right, characters. I'll add it to the list. The second book comes out in October, and I'm just super excited. I gave so it, it is stars. a series. I don't know if it's a series or like a duology. I don't okay. know for sure if there's just two. I love a good duology. I do too. If it's a good duology. Yes. So I've been burned before. <coughs> Marissa Meyer. <laughs> <laughs> um, it just Recently. Says, it says The Shepherd King number one, uh-huh. but then the second book says the... Conclu- I don't know if this is the conclusion. Let me look. The second book is called Two Twisted Crowns. And it says number two. And it says, in the luscious dark sequel. That doesn't mean it's the end, I guess. But right. I wish it was. Because <laughs> I don't want yeah. to be three. <laughs> I don't want it to be, you know. Just two. Just be yeah. two. So um, that one went up against. X's and O's by Amy Lee, which I also gave five stars, mm-hmm. which was very hard for me to move on mm-hmm. because I love them for very different reasons, but I had to choose One Dark Window to of move course. on. Of course. And then that went up against um, I'm Glad My Mom Died by Jeanette McCurdy, mm-hmm. which was also very hard, mm-hmm. um, but One Dark Window had to move on. <laughs> so nice. that wraps up that part of the bracket. Okay. And so... What about moving up to other books up there? So I had Hellbent by Lee Bardugo on my um, on my bracket, and I couldn't realistically finish that in the amount of time that I had. Mm-hmm. So I made the decision to replace it. Yes. And because I didn't, I didn't have the audiobook. I didn't want to buy the audiobook just for this. I didn't want to have to speed through it to finish it. Right. You want to be able today. to enjoy it. Yeah. For sure. So I had already been approved for the. Or I got the audiobook. On Libby for The Bodyguard by Catherine Center. So a friend of ours had read it and she gave it five stars. And I remember she had mentioned it and I was like, ooh, I got to add it to my, get it to my Libby. And um, this was 
or really, really good. I really, I've been thinking about it all day. I just finished it today. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've been thinking about it all day. I might raise it up. But it's I gave it four stars on Goodreads, but it's like mm-hmm. a 4.5. But obviously, Goodreads wow. sucks with a passion. Doesn't let you do half stars. No big deal. No big deal. Um, Sorry. It's I like growl at a girl. It's the so room. annoying. I hate it. Uh, so the body, I, people have, I've, I've heard of Catherine Center before mm-hmm. and her books, but I've never really been interested in them. I've never heard of her before. They just seemed like, I hate the term women's fiction, but like, right. I feel like that's what they would be. Mm-hmm. And I was always like, nah, I don't want to read it. But, uh, so would you put like Daniel Steele in that category? I don't know. Okay. I think so. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's oh, a no, weird Roberts? term. I don't like it. Okay. I don't like using it. No, of course not. But um, it's like a rom-com, I guess is what I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, so this one is about a woman named Hannah. She is a bodyguard, and, which is cool. And mm-hmm. um, she gets hired to work for a movie star named Jack Stapleton. He is like <laughs> this paparazzi loving i mean paparazzi love him uh he's this really famous movie star very attractive everyone loves him super hot um jack's mom gets sick and he comes back home to the family ranch in texas and he has a stalker they keep calling her the corgi lover (laughs) i think she just loves corgis and she like loves him and like knits Therefore, him sweaters same thing. yeah but um so she is his stalker and so they hire well his publicist or like the movie people whatever hire hannah and her company to watch after um jack and make sure he's okay and um he doesn't he doesn't want his family to know that he has a stalker so he asks hannah to pretend to be his girlfriend I love it. I love fake dating fake so much. Dating. It's so good. Um, and <laughs> antics ensue. Um, Jack has a lot of kind of family drama. Not drama, but like. Am I the drama? <laughs> like his brother does not, and him do not get along for a lot of reasons. And um, his mom is sick. And there's just like a lot of things going on. I love Jack. Jack is such a good character. His, oh. His poor little family story is just like breaks your heart. And um, Hannah is kind of like this grumpy. She always like doesn't let people in. And I'm a professional. She, yeah, I just can't. I, I can't feel things. And but then I meet Jack and he kind of he kind of chips away at the my cold heart. Why did I just get goosebumps? <laughs> it's just it's so it was really good. I probably should give it five stars. But like to it, it, it's they have such good banter. But then it's almost almost like too much banter, if that makes any sense. Are you guys okay? Like, can we stop joking about her sleeping on the floor? I don't, why is this lasting the whole page? <laughs> okay, I get it. It's funny. She's sleeping on the floor. He's in the bed. Um, uh-huh. But like, it's funny. It's just like, okay. But is a ha-ha funny? Right. It's, it's funny. It's <laughs> just like, okay, let's stop talking about it. We can move on to something else. <laughs> Um, but she sleeps on the floor. Yeah, because she's like, well, I'm a professional. I'm not going to let my clients sleep on the floor. And he's, he's like, just, and then they banter back and forth. It's just a whole thing. And, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And um, <laughs> so I'll read that. It says, Hannah hardly believes it herself. But the more time she spends with Jack, the more real it all seems to seems to feel. And there lies the heartbreak. Because it's easy for Hannah to protect Jack. But protecting her own long neglected heart, that's the hardest thing she's ever done. 
Right? It's really cute. Like, the ending really got me. It was just like, got me my feels. Right in the feels. Yeah. But it's just like, it's too calm for the Mm rom-com. I want more romance and I want comedy. Mm -hmm. So I had a heart. I wanted more, more romance and less comedy. I love comedy, though. Yeah, I, I think you're going to love it. I yeah. personally think you're going to love it. Um, oh, there's so. no smut. Mm-hmm. Fade to black? Not even a fade to black, because they oh. didn't do anything. Oh. It's just like, it's kissing. Oh. Very... And cuddling. Mild. Very mild. I don't think any of Catherine Center's books have any smut. Mm-hmm. So they're just kind of rom, rom-com, mm-hmm. mostly. Um yeah, it came out last year. It's, it was really good. I really had a good time. Mm-hmm. <sighs> nice. Yeah. I like it. So that means you have, <sighs> obviously, good. the bodyguard against Verity. Which the bodyguard wins because uh-huh. Verity was not that great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> against Radiant Sin. Yes. By Katie Robert. <sighs> right. And so I'm doing uh, a Lake for a Duke against Radiant Sin. Right. And if you just go by rating, the bodyguard would win for me. Right. Um, is that... Katie Robert is more to my liking. Because mm-hmm. it's more angst. I think that's what I was missing was there was no angst. Yes. Um, and there was smut. And it was good smut. Right. But I really liked the story. Because mm-hmm. that one barely had a plot. It's mostly just smut. But, like, I really had a good time. <laughs> but, like, this just made me smile. And it was so cute. Yes. See, and that's why I think I'm going to go with A Lady for a Duke. Right. Because not only currently today's record date, um, it is Trans Readathon. Mm-hmm. And what better way to, like, honor Trans Readathon? Right. And obviously, this is coming out 13 days from now. <laughs> However, still um, between Radiant Sin and A Lady for a Duke, I'm going for A Lady for a Duke I by love Alexis that. Hall. I love that. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> and Hello, I, you. <laughs> I think I have to go with The Bodyguard by Catherine Center <laughs> because uh, the plot is the thing. Yeah. I love Katie Robert. I do. But that hurt. This series doesn't have a whole lot of plot. This one has more plot than other ones. Mm-hmm. But God, the smut is just so good. But I have to pick the bodyguard. It was just so cute. It was so cute. It's kind of predictable, but like in a way that just made me happy. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. So that leaves us into our finals. The yes. final. The yeah. Final. Well, I have to go. Oh, you well, did I? Did I? I mean, like. As you walk on by. Oh, did you pick one? And missing Carissa. I don't think I'm fairly one. positive. I did mean, you? Carissa. Clarissa. Explains um, it all. I mean, going by ratings alone, missing Clarissa. Yeah. Wins between What those goes two by as well. vibes? Go by feel. Go right. by your intuition. Yes. I don't know why I'm dancing, but you know. <laughs> Sorry. So that does bring us to narrowing down our last, last two each. Yeah. You picked missing Clarissa. Did I miss that? Or did you pick. What? What? Which one did you pick? For my final final? Yeah. Between everything? Well, because... Wait. <laughs> I just picked Missing Clarissa between As You Walk On By. Okay, that was my question. And Missing Clarissa. Yeah. Was Missing did I, Clarissa. Did I just miss that? That just happened? That just happened. Okay. And you're like, that's great. And I was like, cool. Did- now it's between oh. A Lady for a Duke and Missing yeah, Clarissa. Yeah, okay. Yep. No, we're on the same page. Okay. Listen. I'm going to go with... <gasps> wait. 
smooth. Missing Clarissa. <laughs> by Ripley Jones. Am I right? Ripley Jones. I'm not a very so, good sound engineer. <laughs> so. Missing Clarissa wins. Woo. Pew, 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 pew. Unexpected. I know, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was so good, though. That's crazy. I mean, like, it's really close. Yeah. But Missing Clarissa was my five-star read. Right. I enjoyed it so much. That's wonderful. My only real big issue, if I had one, Mm -hmm. was wanting it to be based on college students. Because I think it would have added more... Grit. Grit. Maybe more grit. Exactly. Yeah. Make it scabby. Yeah. I wasn't scary, scary, but there was a scary pot. I want to be scaled. A couple of scaries, but I want to be scaled. I'm going to stop talking like this. <laughs> well, once you get in there, you can't get out. It's exactly. terrible. It it's terrible. How about you? Let's hear that drum roll. <laughs> Do you want to hear my drum roll? Between. My 53-second drum roll again. <laughs> Maybe like the last 20 seconds okay. would be great. Okay. All right. This is going to be another ad. fantasy romance i'm Heck into yeah. it it's gonna win no matter what no matter what that's my that's my jam yeah it's my lady jam <laughs> not like that not like that, not like that. <laughs> did you get my reference yeah pitch perfect. i'm so proud 100 percent. thank you but I, I you also said yeah 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 um <laughs> you said the anyway <laughs> lady jam lady jam <laughs> No, no, not no, like that. no, 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 like that. Uh, was this, was it YA? I was I getting YA. I don't know. No, I'm going to say no because there's a sex scene in it. Okay. Good. But they're 20. Right. So it's new adult? Technically, but I think Goodreads has it labeled as YA, but there is a sex scene in it. So it's adult. It's not, it's not like super it's descriptive. It's not, not. But it didn't fade to black, if that right. makes any sense. It, right. it got a little descriptive. There was penetration. Yeah, but it wasn't like, <laughs> it wasn't like, I don't know, super, in, like right. smut. Right, because it like, was their first time. Descriptive, like, you know, smut can be. This was just yeah. like, la la la. Not like, you know, it's really hard la, to describe. La. But like. It was more like, bounce go wow, wow. <laughs> say words like cock or yeah you know mound or stuff <laughs> her sex clench it just it was like less descriptive good do you know what i mean yes okay I do. thank you i'm you gonna stop, stop now. <laughs> so that's our march madness yay we survived look at us oh my god i'm so proud a we did it week, again a week late again as like always usual. you know we have good intentions we do. Mm-hmm. But why is it every year March turns every out to be a shit show? <laughs> Such a shit is show. Is it every month? Is this it's is I the problem? It's literally every year March is the worst. Yeah. I don't understand it. Am I the problem? I am the problem. I am the problem. <laughs> I get it. A lot's happened. It a has. A lot has happened. It's mm-hmm. been a shit show. Wow. I know. <laughs> I hate it. So, this is our books that are coming out in... Quarter two. Quarter two. So, April, April May, May June. June. <laughs> I was like, what are the months? And I 
like I'll see one and I'm like, yes, that one's coming. I gotta remember that one, and then I don't ever think about it ever again. Yeah, but then I I I mark it as want to read on Goodreads, and then Goodreads yeah. is like, hey, that book is available, That's and I'm true. like, what fucking book is that? Who did that? What is going on? That happened with Libby the other day. It's like, <laughs> oh, you requested this book, or you suggested this book, and we'll put you. In. I'm like, I've never heard of that book in my entire life. Who did that? There was a book on mine, <laughs> and it was like a book you re- you recommended. And I was like, no, was that a different Morgan? Because it wasn't me. <laughs> It was like a YA fantasy and it has a girl on the cover and I was like, (laughs) it looked like a a Throne of Glass spoof. Weird. Who did that? Yeah. It wasn't you. Past Sophia. I kept on pushing it back because I was like, I don't know what book this is. I don't want this. I don't want this. I'm so busy. So. mm. So we kind of had a hard time. I don't know. I don't know if you had a hard time. They were just not books I was super interested in. Mm-hmm. In April, May, and June, there's a couple. Right. I wrote a lot. I'm not a lot. I like, mean, there's an uh, especially important one coming out in April. Yes. Right. <laughs> in the lives and another of, one in May. Oh. In the lives of puppets by T.J. Clunes. That's yes. What you meant. Yes. Comes out April 25th. I'm so excited. Woo-hoo! I love TJ. Oh, I love him we so love much. TJ. I also, for anyone who's been, I don't know, following along with the Black Dagger Brotherhood series, yeah. the Lassiter book, book number 21 oh by J.R. Ward, <laughs> is coming up. So it's, it's one of those where, you know... This character has been in the series, like, in and out the whole time. Mm-hmm. And finally, Lassiter gets ah. his own book. Because he's not a vampire like everyone else. Oh. He's a fallen angel that has been assigned Ooh. to ensure the survival of their race. <gasps> and then something happens with, like, the scribe virgin, which is, like, their god. Mm-hmm. And now there's things Shit. that she has to do in her stead. <gasps> So interesting. Yeah. And so it's like, he's just this like, he's got like dual colored hair and he's always dressed so bright and he's like the comic relief, Mm -hmm. you know? And Mm -hmm. they're always like, fuck you, Lassiter. But then he shows up and he's like, I'm going to save the day. And now he gets his own book finally. Yeah. So I think it should be good. Yeah. I should honestly see if I can get an arc to be honest. I mean, you got the last one. Right? So, hey, no big deal. So, what else do you have for April? A Happy Place by Emily Henry Mm -hmm. also comes out April 25th. Um, I have read two books by Emily Henry and I didn't like one and like the other. So, you know, (laughs) we'll see how this one goes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, I have for April 18th, The Fiancé Farce by Alexandria Bellafleur. Ooh. We love Alexandria in this house. We do. Oh. It says Tansy Adams' greatest love is her family's bookstore, passed down from her late father. But when it comes to actual romance, Tansy can't get past the first chapter. Tired of her stepfamily's questions about her love life, Tansy invents Gemma, a fake girlfriend inspired by the stunning cover model on a best-selling book. Uh-oh. They'll never actually meet. <laughs> So what's the harm in a little fib? Yet, when real-life Gemma crosses Tansy's path, her oh white light oh <laughs> nearly implodes. <laughs> Gemma, Gemma Van Dalen is a wild child, the outcast of her wealthy family, and now the latest heir to Van Dalen Publishing. 
But the title comes with one tiny condition. She must be married in order to inherit. When Gemma discovers a beautiful stranger has been pretending to date her for months, she decides to take the charade one step further and announces their engagement. Oh my god. (laughs) What on earth? Gemma needs a wife to meet the terms of her grandfather's will, and Tansy needs money to save her struggling bookstore. A marriage could be mutually beneficial if they can fool everyone into thinking it's a love match. Unexpected sparks fly as Tansy and Gemma play the role of affectionate... Fiance, sorry. It was a lot. That was a big word. It is a big word. (laughs) (laughs) And suddenly the line between convenient arrangement and real life feels, or real feelings, begins to blur. But the scheming Van Dalen family won't give up the company without a fight. And Gemma and Tansy's newfound happiness might get caught in the fallout. So interesting that is an interesting plot it is however it's alexandria bellafleur right um it is lgbt um seemingly lesbian it says that in one of the genre tags Mm -hmm. adult fiction romance contemporary we're it'll here be, for it. It'll be smutty because she loves her She does. I love to see it. Yeah. Yeah. Did you read the one? I didn't. Oh, man. I know. I'm a failure. It's the third one in that series. Whatever it's called. I don't know. Something about written in the stars. There or you that's go. Something in the stars. or I think it's written in the stars. I think that's the third one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's all I have for April. How about you? Um, I have Coach by Devney Perry. Comes on April 6th. I have wanted to read more Devney Perry. I think I read one book and it was like a small town romance series. Um, and this one's about a football coach who's a single dad. And I don't know. That just sounds really nice. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what it's about other than that. And my last one I have for April that I want to talk about is Bewitched by Laura Thalassa. Uh, Laura Thalassa wrote um, the Four Horsemen series, mm-hmm. which I liked. I haven't finished it, but I liked. And it's a fantasy romance. That's all I know about it. But nice. I just fucking love fantasy romance, man. Yeah. That is my forte. Heck yeah. Yeah. So I'm trying to find more of it. Yay. Yeah. Every step of the way. Heck Yeah. How about May? May. I have one of the most important ones coming out on May 30th, Witch King by Martha Wells. (laughs) I know. You're so excited about it. I'm so excited for you. Thank you. Yes. Martha Wells is fantastic. I'm sure she is. I don't know anything about it. Nope. She hasn't written a new book in a long time. Agreed. So, you know, might as well. I absolutely love the Murder Bot Diaries. Um... And uh, we'll see. It's a pretty short description, but it seems mm-hmm. like it's uh, fantasy, adult, science fiction, paranormal, high fantasy, magic. It sounds great. Yeah. All the things. I'm here for it. All the, like, trigger, you know. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Whoa. Got me. My first one on my May list is The Making of Another Motion Picture Masterpiece by Tom Hanks. What? Tom Hanks is writing a nonfiction book, I believe. It's nonfiction. Oh my god! It's like about a comic. Really? A comic book or like a s- something? Uh huh. I didn't read much about it. I was just like Tom Hanks. I'm into it. Um, 
So, <laughs> yeah, I'm confused. Uh huh. So it's nonfiction. I think. Did you look it up? I'm looking it up. It's illustrated. It's like a comic book. Historical fiction. Historical fiction. There you go. There we go. I knew it had. Yeah. I'm very excited about it because I I don't know. I'm what? <laughs> I love Tom it. Hanks illustrator. So you think Tom Hanks drew it? Okay, I'll read the description. Okay. Part one of this story takes place in 1947. A troubled soldier returning from the war meets his talented five-year-old nephew, leaves an indelible impression, and then disappears for 23 years. Cut to 1970. The nephew, now drawing underground comic books in Oakland, California, reconnects with his uncle, and remembering the comic book he saw when he was five, draws a new version with his uncle as a World War II fighting hero. Cut to present day, a commercially successful director discovers the 1970 comic book and decides to turn it into a contemporary superhero movie. Cue the cast. We meet the film's extremely difficult male star, his wonderful leading lady, the eccentric writer-director, the producer, the gopher production assistant, and everyone else on both sides of the camera. Interspersed throughout are three comic books that are featured in the story, all created by Tom Hanks himself, including the comic book that becomes the official tie-in to this novel's major motion picture masterpiece. I am a little confused, but I'm excited. (laughs) Yeah. So was it written by him and? And illustrated? I don't know. I really want to just see it and get it and look at it and buy it. Let me look at it. Also... I love Tom Hanks. Same. I'm sorry. I say it a lot. But same. But it's... But same. I love him. He just seems so wholesome and adorable. And... Yeah. He just... I just... And am, him and his wife are so fucking cute. And yeah. they've been together for so long. So long. And I'm just super excited about this. <laughs> a novel about the making of a star-studded multi-million dollar superhero action film. And the humble comic books that inspired it. Funny, touching, and wonderfully thought-provoking while also capturing the changes in America and American culture since World War II. Wow. Right? Doesn't that sound good? I'm yes. excited. Yes. I'm super pumped. Yes. Gonna have to get that in person. Yeah. Physical copy. Yeah. Uh, the next one I have is, and of course I haven't read, re- of course I haven't read anything by <laughs> Jennifer Saint before, but Atalanta comes out. I saw that. Again, never read anything by that author. No. But that sounds great. Nope, the don't. cover, the cover yeah. really drew me in. Yeah, mm-hmm. I saw that and I was like, well, I don't know why I haven't Whoop. read anything of hers yet. Like, I see Ariadne from here. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I obviously bought Ariadne, Ariadne, <laughs> from, from Book of the Month, I think. Yeah. And I, you know, I haven't read it, but, but it I'm looks gonna. cool. I'm gonna. And there's Electra, or I forgot. Electra, what yeah. Yeah, and then I don't know if this is the third one, but they all seem super cool and I like the premise. Yeah. Telling like female Greek stories that aren't told very often. Yes, I think Super they're cool. all standalone, but obvi- not yeah. obvious. But I would assume that they take place in the right. same um, universe. Yeah. Yes. Yep, yep, yep. But yeah, it's just those three books so far, and then there is another one expected for January. Oh. So uh, a little background on that as well. Exciting. Do you have anything else for May? I do. 
Um, A Crown of Ivy and Glass by Claire Legrand. I wanted to see, someone pitched it as something that I wanted to read, but I forgot what it, because someone said it was Throne of Glass meets something something. Claire Claire Legrand wrote the Furyborn series that people seem to really like, and this one, if you compare it to Throne of Glass, I'll probably end up liking it. I don't know. But I'm. This is her first attempt, I think, at adult fantasy, and I want to give it a try. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't have very good ratings from the early reviewers, so I don't know. But that's their opinion. <laughs> right, right. I might have a different one. Exactly. I've mm-hmm. read. I've read several books that were yeah. well, well rated, and I ended up giving it a high rating. So. Right. I win, you lose. Uh, <laughs> the next one I have comes out on May 14th. And I don't let me read it. Look at me. Don't let me read it. Okay. It's The Celebrants by Stephen Rowley. He wrote Lily and the Octopus uh-huh. and The Gonkle. Uh-huh. Not that I don't like his books, but I end up reading them and I go, well, that happened. Yeah. I mean, uh-huh. I just get... Okay, you can't read it. I can't read it. Can't read it. Um, it is uh, adult fiction, LGBT, contemporary. Mm-hmm. Um, says the night after one of their own is tragically taken away from them, a group of seven college friends form a pact. So, yeah. <sighs> Sounds okay, but you can't read it. Yeah, it says a promise to reunite every few years to throw each other living funerals. Oh, I saw that. Okay, I remember reading that living funerals part. It was weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Huh. Hmm. Don't read it. But, you know, if those of our fans of Stephen Rowley, right. I did enjoy the gunkle, but it was really sad because mm-hmm. it was his best friend who died. It was right. Dry. Right. So there's that. Wonderful. Uh, my next one is called... Once More With Feeling by Alyssa Sussman. Number one, if you give me a title of a book that's the same title as one of my favorite Buffy the Vampire episodes, uh-huh. mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to be like, what? That piques my interest. Right. Once What's More the With Feeling. Again? Once More With Feeling. I'm sorry. <laughs> Once More With Feeling? Feeling. Uh-huh. It's, <laughs> it's a really great Buffy episode. It's the musical episode, and it's spectacular. Um, that has nothing to do with this. Um, sorry. Um, (laughs) so Alyssa Sussman wrote Funny You Should Ask, which Mm -hmm. I read last year, I think, Mm -hmm. um, as an arc randomly in my email. I think you read it right before we went to Omaha. Did I? I think so. Huh. I don't recall. Um, I gave it five stars and has a 3.68, so apparently not everyone loves it, which is fine. Um, but her second book is Once More With feeling and i don't know what it's about <laughs> i'm so trying it's about to, theater i'm trying to fight it because it's the musical episode you said yeah so if that if that means that Alyssa is a buffy fan oof right i'm gonna love her a little bit more either that or it's just like a it's a it's phrase a coincidence. Yeah. okay yeah 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 <laughs> um this description is very long um this is the little thing at the bottom A former pop star finds herself back in the spotlight along with an old flame from her past. In this friends-to-lovers meets enemies-to-lovers romance from the best-selling author of Funny You Should Ask, the sensational TikTok romance. Ah. Hmm. Hmm. I don't remember seeing it on TikTok, but it must have been a different TikTok than my TikTok. Yeah. 
which is fine. Yeah. Um, so there's that. <laughs> the description was very long. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any more for May? I have um, The Late Americans by Brandon Taylor. Oh. Um, this is uh, contemporary uh, LGBT fiction. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to read it. All right. Um, <laughs> in the shared and private space of Iowa City, a what? loose circle of lovers what? and friends <laughs> encounter, confront, and provoke one another in a volatile year of self-discovery. What? At the group center are Ivan, and a dancer-turned-aspiring banker who dabbles in amateur pornography. What? Fatima, who, uh, who's... Independence and work ethic con- complicates her relationships with friends and a trusted mentor. And Noah, who didn't seek out, didn't seek out, didn't seek sex out so much as it came up to him like an anxious dog in need of affection. End quote. <laughs> what? These these three are buffeted by a cast of poets, artists, landlords, meatpacking work meat meatpacking workers, and mathematicians who populate the cafes, classrooms, and food service kitchens of Iowa City. What? Sometimes the violent and electrifying, too violent, sometimes too violent and electrifying consequences. Finally, as each prepares for an uncertain future, the group heads to a cabin to bid goodbye to their former lives, a moment of reckoning that leaves each of them irrecoverable. Irrevocably. Irrevocably. There we go. Irrevocably altered. And it says a novel of intimacy and precarity, friendship, and chosen family. The Late Americans is Brandon Taylor's richest and most invoking work of fiction to date, confirming his position as one of our most perceptive chroniclers of contemporary life. (laughs) What? Someone called it. Apparently, someone called it. <laughs> I am so confused. Huh. Huh. Hmm. I remember finding it. How interesting that it takes place in Iowa City, of all places. And they had to mention it. Twice. Twice. Are you from Iowa? Or how do you pick Iowa City out of... Brandon. Brandon. Is the senior editor of Electric Literature Recommended Reading and a staff writer at Literary Hub. He, his writing has received fellowships from Lambda Literacy Foundation, blah, 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 blah. There's a couple others. He holds a graduate's degree from the University of Wisconsin-Madison and the University oh. of Iowa, oh. where he was an Iowa Arts Fellow at the oh. Iowa Writers Workshop in Fiction. It all makes sense now. Iowa, Brandon. Interesting. How in what a what an interesting sounding book you found. Yeah, I don't know where I found it. Yeah, that's very strange. That's from my list that I found back in January. Oh, when we did this the last yeah. time, I was like, I have to remain. And you're like, why? And I was <laughs> like, I don't fucking know, man. I'm, I'm just I'm a chaos demon. I'm a chaos demon. That's the truth. I only have one for June. Oh, I have and I apologize. Apologize. Okay. That's all right. I I have one more for May. Um, it's called The True Love Experiment by Christina Lauren. Uh-huh. I have a love-hate relationship with Christina Lauren because... It's they, a best friend writing they duo. They are a best friend writing duo, and I love that. They used to be good. <laughs> 
I love a lot of their older books. Mm-hmm. A lot of their newer books are like three stars or less. They're definitely have found a niche yep. uh, group of people that they're writing to. A hundred percent. It is unfortunately not me right. anymore. I don't know. I want to, everyone that, not everyone, but like people that I follow online have liked the, what's it called? The soul made experiment. Mm-hmm. The soul made equation, which was the book before this one. And Is I haven't, they're, I think they're like a companion mm-hmm. because there's this character in the true love experiment was in the soul made equation. Gotcha. Cause it says, so and so from the soulmate equation. Yeah, everyone's <laughs> been waiting for the true love experiment. Is the book fans have been waiting for ever since Fizzy's debut in the soulmate equation. Gotcha. But when the lights come on and all the eyes are on her, it turns out the happily ever after that Fizzy had all but given up on may lie just behind the camera. I don't know what it's about, but I want to read it. I want to give them some. Give them another shot. Yeah, because there were many that were just dumb. And oh, no. a waste of time, reading. but I just I don't know I don't know. But they read one of my they wrote one of my favorite books. Yes. Um, love and other words is one of my favorite books, and it's just What's like the title again? love and other words. Love and other words. <laughs> Sorry, I just mumbled it. Love and other words is one of my favorite books, and I don't understand how they wrote that and then wrote everything the else. shit that they came out with. Oh, sorry. No. I'm, if you like that. They must be doing something right for some people. Yeah, they definitely have a niche. Mm-hmm. The books that I hated, I'll go in. <laughs> Let me see if I can find it. Oh, no. In a Holidays, dumb. Twice in a Blue Moon, dumb. The Honey the honey Don't List, dumb. Mm-hmm. Those are just some of the ones, but I'll stop. Good. What's your, do you want me to go for June? No, let me okay. go for June because okay. it's going to be one you're going to say. How do you know? Love Theoretically okay. by Allie Hazelwood. <laughs> okay, you're right. Comes out June 13th. You're right. You're right. When you're right, you're right. And when I'm right, I'm right. Thank you. I am excited about that. Also afraid. Yes. Yep. Scared sighted. Yep. Scared sighted. That's yeah. exactly how I feel. I'm excited for you because I'm going to let you read it first. Okay. Because I let you read the other one first. Yes, and I didn't like it very and much. And I didn't read it because <laughs> didn't you didn't like it. like it very much. It just wasn't that good. It's not the uh, first one. It's not the love hypothesis. <laughs> um, other than love theoretically, I have The Only One Left by Riley Sager, which comes out June 20th. Are you excited for this one? I, I am. I liked his last one. A lot of people didn't seem to like them. That was the one about the... Oh, no, not that one. Oh. About the lake. Yeah. That was okay. The one before that I liked that no one else liked. The one about the car. Yeah. And How the, do you, you haven't read them? The hitchhiker one. Survive the night. I Survive the night. I not hitchhiker, but like great. they need to, she needs a ride. It takes place in, in the campus. 90s. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what this one's about. I haven't even read it because I was just like, <laughs> I'm kind of scared. Riley, hello, sir. The only. Sir, right? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. One of the few books, authors that I read that are men. <laughs> right. Which is, is that weird? I don't think that's weird. No. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. I want to read the description. I don't know mm-hmm. if it it's long, but whatever. Um, this is a little kicker at the beginning. Best-selling author Riley Sager returns with a gothic chiller about a young caregiver assigned to work for a, a woman accused of a Lizzie Borden-like massacre decades <gasps> earlier. 
<gasps> and like intermittent between the paragraphs, it has like a little like a Lizzie Borden esque song. Um, at seventeen, Len- Lenora Hope hung her sister with a rope, <gasps> stabbed her father with a knife, took her mother's happy life. It wasn't me, Lenora said, but she's the only one not dead. Mm. I want to read this. Now reduced to a schoolyard chant, the Hope family murders shocked the Maine coast one bloody night in 1929. While most people assumed 17-year-old Lenora was responsible, the police were never able to prove it. Other than her denial after the killings, she has never spoken publicly about that night, nor has she set foot outside Hope's End, the cliffside mansion, when the massacre occurred. It's now 1983, and home health aide Kit McDeer arrives at a decaying Hope's End to care for Lenora after her previous nurse fled in the middle of the night. That's not suspicious. In her 70s and confined to a wheelchair, Lenora was rendered mute by a series of strokes and can only communicate with Kit by tapping out sentences on an old typewriter. One night, Lenora uses it to make a tantalizing offer. I want to tell you everything. As Kit helps Lenora write about the events leading to the Hope family massacre, it becomes clear there's more to the tale than people know. But when new details about her predecessor's departure come to light, Kit starts to suspect Lenora might not be telling the complete truth and that the seemingly harmless woman in her care could be far more dangerous than she first thought. Dun, dun, dun. Other than the fact that everyone thinks she's a murderer. Like, other than her first thought of the fact that everyone thinks she's a murderer. Right. And a lot of people have been giving it five stars who got it early. Ooh. So that's exciting. Yeah, and see, maybe those, whatever book it was, I can't remember, that had low ratings already, mm-hmm. you know, maybe they just weren't giving it to the right people. Right. Maybe the, it wasn't the target people audience. People that got the arc just didn't like it. Yeah. Which is fine. Exactly. Not for everybody. Exactly. But I don't have any more for, me, or for okay. June. Yep, I just have so, a couple left. I'm sorry. Keep yep, on going. I'm have, just I distracted. Left. Um, I have The Seven Year Slip by Ashley that can't be right. Hold on. <laughs> That's not right. That is that right? Oh, yeah, I'm right. Okay. Maybe I won't write this one. Uh, the Seven Year Slip by Ashley Poston. Uh, Ashley wrote the... Oh, fuck. What was that book called? The, de- the Dead... Something about being dead. 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 You know. Dead. The Dead Romantics. Oh, my God. <laughs> I knew it was that book. Oh, it God. That the book, one. With the puns. Oh, God. With a and the cat? Was there a cat? Or a there dog? Was a, there was a dog. Oh, I'm so dog. sorry. It's okay. <clears throat> I didn't care. <laughs> and over... I, I don't know why. I, don't know. I, thought, I thought it was somebody else. I thought it was Ashley Winstead. But I didn't, it didn't and click like, in my head. Yeah. <laughs> An overworked book publicist with a perfectly planned future hits a snag when she falls in love with her temporary roommate, only to discover he lived seven years in the past in this witty and wise new novel from the New York Times bestselling author of The Dead Romantics. Is it, is it witty and wise, or is it just full of puns All right, again? Let's, let's read the description, shall we? Sometimes the worst day of your life happens and you have to figure out how to live after it. So Clementine forms a plan to keep her heart safe. Work hard, find someone decent to love, and try to remember to chase the moon. Okay. The last one is silly and obviously metaphorical. Her aunt always told her that you needed at least one big dream to keep going. And for the last year, that plan has gone off without a hitch. Mostly. The love part is hard because she doesn't want to get too close to anyone. She isn't sure her heart can take it. 
And then she finds a strange man standing in the kitchen of her late aunt's apartment. A man with kind eyes and a southern drawl and a taste for lemon pies. The kind of man that, before it all, she would have fallen head over heels for. And she might again. Except he exists in the past. Seven years ago, to be exact. She And she quite literally lived seven years in his future. Her aunt always said the apartment was a pinch in time, a place where moments blended together like watercolors. And Clementine knows that if she lets her heart fall, she'll be doomed. After all, love is never a matter of time, but a matter of timing. I changed my mind. (laughs) I want this off my list. Are you sure? I I don't think I want to read that. That sounds weird. That sounds weird. <laughs> Someone who reads the weirdest books known to mankind. Yeah, like the like the jellyfish thing. Yeah. Someone says this is a mind blowing, <laughs> complex, and smart book with many puzzle pieces that you need to put in the right places to fully enjoy the experience. So are you telling me that I'm dumb? <laughs> are you telling me I'm dumb? <laughs> You're not gonna get it. I changed my you mind. Didn't get it. I changed my mind. Um, so you took it off, or did you change it back? I just don't want to read it. <laughs> it can be on here, but I don't want to read it. <laughs> Um, I'm going to skip this one because I don't care about it either. Uh, Business or Pleasure by Rachel Lynn Solomon. Uh, July. Actually, this one comes out in July. But it was in a June list. So, huh. whatever. July 4th. I'll pop talk about it again in the next one. That's but, fine. Um, business or Pleasure. Um, Illumicrate just came out with like, oh, we're having a Rachel Lynn Solomon special editions. And I'm mm. like, stop it. I don't. Stop it. You know, there are so many special editions coming out. It's like, are they special if there's so many of them? I don't know. Right. Stop it. My poor, poor pocketbook. Pocketbook. I'm not going to read someone's with that one. It's too long. I don't want to. But. And yet we were graced by the last one. (laughs) A ghost writer and a struggling actor help each other on the page. And in the bedroom in this steamy romantic comedy from New York Times bestselling author of the X Talk. Mm. Interesting. Hmm. But that's it for my list. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Not I don't think this these three months, there's like I don't know. But maybe not, we can catch up. Not a lot. That's true. Now nah, we've been so overwhelmed with fucking March Madness. Life. Life, also life. Yes. Yeah, that. I can just catch up with books I want to read. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. I have a lot of big, a couple big books that I'm going to try to read. Like Kingdom of Ash? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also got on Libby, Nona the Ninth by Tamsin Moore. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the locked tomb number three. And it came out in September, but I finally got it on Libby. I wasn't going to buy it. Um, no. I... Me and this series have a bit of a relationship because the first one, I felt like it was like, I was confused. Like a fever dream. most of the time. (laughs) And the second one was literally a fever dream. Weird. Like she was going through some shit. They were doing some weird time warp things. So like the reality wasn't reality. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? Sounds weird. And like I read reviews and people are like, oh my God, it's so good. And I was like, what book are you reading? Did we read Am the I thing? dumb? Am I stupid? I don't even remember what happened in that book. <laughs> I don't fucking remember. No. Oh no. Um, And all of this started because Gideon the Ninth was described as... Lesbian necromancers in space. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And you're like, hey, count me in. Yeah, I'm here for Sounds it. Sounds great. And then I read it and I was like, I think I know what happened. <laughs> like, I've never felt dumber. Mm-hmm. That's not good. And then I read, I read Harold the Ninth. Now I'm reading Nona the Ninth because there is like this thing about this locked tomb. Mm-hmm. So I remember that. I just feel dumb. I'm so sorry. Look at that. We did two two topics in one episode. March Madness is done. Now we just have the beast. In case you've missed it, our next few episodes are going to be about this chunker. A Day of Fallen <laughs> Night by Samantha Shannon. Why did you say it like that, Morgan? Because last week I called it a Day of Fallen Shadow. Like a moron. <laughs> Several times. <laughs> it drove me crazy. When I edited it, I was like, you're so stupid. You're so, Just look, it's literally right in front of you and you said it wrong. You're so dumb. <laughs> I was so mad at myself. Um, it was on the table. It was on the table. Someone has a like, signed edition. I do. I got it from Waterstones. It is gorgeous. Very gorgeous. But it is over 800 pages. Yes. Yeah, so we're going to split it up. We're going to read a few chapters. Mm-hmm. So there are going to be plenty of spoilers. So we really want you to, to listen to these episodes prepared to hear what actually happens to these books. Yep. Um, and read along with us. We highly recommend it. Yeah, it's more fun. Yeah. It's, for some reason, uh, the Priory of the Orange Tree episodes are some of our top listened episodes. Yeah, 100%. So, we're ready for I, A Day of is, Fallen yeah, Night. Yeah, this is the prequel to that. So, that'll be exciting. Yeah. I hope. Kind of, obviously, in that same, yes. Jennifer Saint's on here. She what? blurbed it. Jennifer. A magnificent, and what? <laughs> A magnificent ep- Yes, my God. <laughs> Are you broken? I think I had a stroke. A magnificent sweeping epic. Nice. I think I had a little mini stroke right there. I'm fine. <laughs> so fucking tired. So tired. So we will be back next week talking yeah. about this book. I'm scared of it. Yeah, I'm intimidated. We are not sure yet how many weeks we're going to split it up in. Because we want to be able to read other books as well. Yes. I don't want this to just be the only thing that we read. Yeah. Because that sounds boring. Because I'm trying to read Kingdom of Ash. Yeah. That's two very large fantasy books at the same time. That sounds terrible. Yeah. I'm going to get to it eventually. Yeah, like someday. I own the audiobook. So yep. um, just it's a whole thing. So there's that. Um, but we're very excited. And all the fun stuff. Intricate and epic. A day of fallen night sweeps readers back to the world of the Prior of the Orange Tree, showing us a course of events that shaped it for generations to come. Dun, dun, dun. Dragons. 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 We will probably have in our Instagram for next week's episode kind of what chapters we're covering. Yeah. That way, you following along, hopefully, will be able to... Read along with us, and you won't get too many spoilers if, right. you know, if and then. Yay, it'd be fun. So, we'll be back next week. Please follow us on Instagram at Pages and Pages Pod. I just mentioned our Instagram, so mm-hmm. if you didn't know, we have an mm-hmm. Instagram. We sure do. And recommend us to your plumber. <laughs> I don't know. Your electrician. Your... I forget every person, mm-hmm. every profession, mm-hmm. lawyer, <laughs> cousin, um, and subscribe. Give us a review. Yep. That 
you know, is we, nice. Was like, uh, give us a great rating. Yeah. Because we're great. Oh my, god. oh, my God. Maybe follow us on Goodreads if you can find us. Yeah. <laughs> That's your new if mission. You, if you can find us, if you can you find follow us, follow us. Be our friends. I would love that. Just not going to tell you how to find me. Yep. <laughs> I took my name off. <laughs> so. Good like, luck. My first name, but yeah. not my real last name. <laughs> Have fun. <laughs> So thank you so much for listening to us. You have a great day. Bye. 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 I'm tired.